Welcome to the Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Your host, Sue Meyer, is a Catholic wife and homeschool mom of 11. She shares her knowledge of the study of natural alternative medicine with you. While this show is not intended to diagnose or name any disease, through her experience, Sue will share helpful information to help you further your study into the amazing world of homeopathy. And now, here's your host, Sue Meyer. Hello, and welcome to Homeopathy for Mommies. This is Sue Meyer. Well, today I'm actually going to talk about an email that I had received. We actually had a request. (laughs) And so the young lady that is basically the behind the scenes person with my website has asked me to respond to this email. She said that someone is emailed asking how you found the time with 11 kids, homeschooling too, to study and learn homeopathy and get your degree in naturopathy. You may want to talk about that on your podcast, she says. So, as it turns out, it's like the third person who said, how do you get it all done, Sue? And I just laugh, because I don't. I don't get everything done I want to do. There's so many more things I want to do. And so, I guess that's what it's all about, right? We have to have goals. And when I started studying homeopathy I was only doing it for the benefit of my family and oddly enough when I was introduced to homeopathy you've all heard my stories about that a really good friend homeschooling dad who I didn't know was also a homeopath he had been studying an online course for quite some time and he's the one that handed me my first remedy well we all know how God works in mysterious ways, right? So this chronic mastitis that I had developed was healed through homeopathy. And then I started seeing all these other little miracles with homeopathy. And when I started reading James Tyler Kent, a book that he had highly recommended, as I was reading and going through each of these these remedies, because he had such great detail in each of these remedies, I says, oh my goodness, In my mind, literally every single thing was curable. But I knew we had to know about the chronic. So my inquisitive mind asked my homeopath, okay, how do we cure this chronic stuff? And he said, oh, Sue, I'm not so convinced we can do that anymore. He said, I think our disease state is so deep that we're beyond that. And I said, no, I don't believe that. Anyway, so then I just continued studying. And one thing after another would fall into my path literally fall into my path and it was just enough to get me excited again and I would continue studying and I would continue going forward and of course the events of my life were such that I either had to embrace and keep going with the natural medicine or literally fall prey to the allopathic and conventional world because like I said, there was one point in my life that when they tested me, I was borderline for every single autoimmune disease that they tested me for. My health was had plummeted. I had been exposed to some really bad stuff and on, of no 
no choice of my own, and my family's health was plummeting, and I knew we had to do something. So, I guess it comes down to the fact that I was raised to not do a whole lot of second guessing, I guess, not feeling sorry for myself. Oh, sure, like my one friend says, have that pity party. Give yourself 15 minutes, and then do what needs to be done. I can remember when my fourth baby was born and it was a they said an emergency cesarean and after she was born I I don't know I that hormonal imbalance you know later I found out there's a thing called the baby blues (laughs) anyway nobody told me about it no doctors told me about it found out about it a couple years later I'm like oh my gosh that must be what I had but for four months I cried off and on constantly and I, I didn't want to leave the house I had a hard time bonding with my child it was just it was awful one thing after another and I remember when my dad came over to have coffee one morning with me which he did most mornings because he would pick up my older kids and take them to school for me and he'd sit and have coffee and I just start crying for no reason just a spontaneous boohoo and he says to me for crying out loud Susie he says you've got to get your act together he said, enough is enough. It's time to pick yourself up by the bootstraps and get on with it. <laughs> of course, that made me cry. <laughs> but I knew he was right. And spring was coming, and I, I was feeling, you know, I, I don't know. It was just by the grace of God I started feeling better. And then when my next baby was born, not quite two years later, a scheduled cesarean section, I was ready for it. But I actually, at that point overcompensated, spoiled her rotten. <laughs> I tease her today that I broke her. But you do what you have to do. You know, wherever you're at in your life, whatever hand you've been dealt, you just do the very best you can do. And so when I decided I needed to know more about homeopathy for my family's sake to get us healthy again, I just, I, I took my books with me. I actually carried a bag with me. I took them everywhere I went. And when I wasn't driving... I was reading and I was taking notes and I was studying and I'm not a big computer person I obviously use the computer now but I I didn't at that time I just read and took notes and I categorized my notes so I had easy reference and I started to put things together I didn't have any formal training I wished I would have known more <laughs> you know there was no internet as far as I knew back then they were just actually you know starting to have Um, I'd never heard of blogging at that time and I didn't know there were certain websites and there was very little on the internet I know there wasn't because when I did start studying there was a little bit but anyway I just read I read everything I get my hands on and I ordered books that people would refer to me I go to the library I I did there was I did find eBay and I was able to order some books off of there my homeopath gave me a few of his books to read but it was just, I just started studying, and God put everything I needed into my hands, and I prayed. I prayed really, really hard for the health and the sanctity of my family, and that's still my prayer to this day. But I admit, you know, my guardian angel, I talk a lot, so my guardian angel would wake me up in the middle of the night, and I'd have an idea. I kid you not, just the clarity would be there, and I'd get up, and I would go study, and it would be right there in front of me. And I would think, good Lord for the gift of that remedy that I had just learned about because invariably I would be using it the next day or two or it was the answer to something a question that I had been pondering and I guess that's it folks (laughs) 
there is no magic there's no you know but you could, can't neglect your daily duties either you know you have all these kids you're homeschooling so I did most of my studying yep one or two o'clock in the morning and my husband at that time was he got up at 525 that's when he left we get alarm went off at 5 he left at 525 I'd get the laundry started bake the goods for whatever I had to have for the day because I always had my meals planned out in advance and throw something in the crock pot or have it ready to pop in the oven later or whatever get the chores done milk the cow make the butter that <laughs> was a good life and but you know what in every waking moment we've, we haven't had TV regular TV in our house for over 20 years I admit we moved to town here and we have Netflix now and it's kind of a detriment to my study world but anyway I don't know there's really no magic but God will show you what he wants you to learn all you have to do is put your best foot forward every single day and love the moment you say I'm taking a day for myself invariably some of my kids will say mom please don't take another day off not a scheduled day off <laughs> because something you know will break or happen there and I so I try not to be selfish yes I take my hot tubs and I exercise and I try to eat right because it's nobody's gonna worry about my health I have to do that and don't, trust me your kids are watching you if you take care of yourself they're gonna want to take care of themselves as well And so I try to keep that in mind and I always always try to be joyful no matter what I'm doing and that's not always easy because you get overwhelmed and when I say overwhelmed I'm seeing too many activities going on in my mind at the same time and you really have to step back and say Sue just the one that's the most important right now everything else is gonna have to wait when you have a lot of people calling you or dinging you or tapping you on the shoulder it's really hard not to snap and say stop but you can do it you have to pray really really hard and you have to try to be nice and I'm not I'm always embarrassed and I'm I feel really bad when I do snap at someone because I do once in a while it's just like somebody will say something will be the straw that breaks the camel's back that's my one of my largest downfalls is my temper it's not by choice I really that's that's my outlet it's the you know my <laughs> my I, I, I don't get depressed or um, I don't get quiet you know when something piles up on me I, I, I steam I blow off steam type of thing I like to slam cupboards and doors so that's what I used to do and I don't do that because you can't do that in the store <laughs> but when nobody is watching or if I was just trying to make a point that's what I would do and so now I can't do that and so my steam builds up a little more than I'd like it to and so you gotta watch that but I can honestly tell you everything just falls into place and I'm thankful to my parents my husband and my family I have great kids they've all been so supportive you know they're not like hoorah mom you know they're not like oh gosh we're so proud of you but they're like oh mom that's okay you go ahead go ahead and study we'll we'll do this and they really they really are happy because they've seen so many good things from the natural medicine and the natural ways of doing stuff and I'm not saying it was easy because the only thing I knew that was natural was was my grandma it was so cute because she would she would say you know Susie back in the good old days you know when a child had a, a head and then his head was 
kind of lopsided, this is what we did. And she'd take her little hands and she'd say, we, you mold the head. And don't ever lay that baby on the same side over and over again. You turn that child, roll that baby, put a pillow behind their back, do this, do that. And she always showed me, I mean, my kids were just so healthy. And she says, and carry that baby around. It's good for him to be stimulated. Don't leave that baby lay around all the time. Just silly things like that. My other grandma says, oh dear, you know, when our child was allergic to something, we put him on goat's milk, you know, if the mother couldn't nurse. And it was just, I don't know. And my uncle Oakley had all those cute little, cute, I mean, they were amazing, life-saving remedies that he knew about from nature. And he passed them on verbally to my dad and dad passed them on to us because my dad's a storyteller and he would okay kids you know this is what Uncle Oakley did you know and he'd get us all in he'd get us excited about something and he would share it with us and my mom would laugh and she'd just roll her eyes so oh, Bill you know and it was just it was fun everything it was fun and you have to make things fun the other day my son just got his driver's permit again child number 10 that we have to teach to drive and of course I get to teach them to drive <laughs> and so we he takes his test he passes we go get his his permit and he gets to drive home and he was so excited and of course I have to admit it wasn't bad he he did really well but it still takes 10 years off my life <laughs> and so the next day he says to my grandsons who are his best little buddies hey guys I can drive mom you want to take us let me take the boys driving so yes we all get loaded up and take my grandsons his best friends and nephews <laughs> for a drive it was so much fun it, you know that's the spice of life and that's what pushes me forward to keep learning 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 more because that's what it's all about and I can honestly say the moment I start feeling selfish and saying I'm tired then I won't say it's guilt, but it's the realization of an opportunity lost for every moment that I waste. And then I feel sorry for having wasted precious time. So I guess that's what it's about. That's my motivation. And it keeps me going. If It fuels everything that, I, that I'm about and everything that I think we should all be about. And there's so many people nowadays, and I just feel so bad. They're like, oh, did you hear the news? Oh, did you? You know, it's like, no, I didn't because I don't have time to watch the news. I'm sorry, but I truly, I understand the whole, you know, who owns the media. Okay, I understand all that. And I don't have time to try to discern that one thread of truth to a hundred lies because the media wants you to believe and they want to sway you and don't think that you're strong enough to not be swayed. So I set my sights on what I want to learn, what I want to understand, what my goals are in life and I just think about that and I go in that direction and I try to be happy. I was watching some old movie films the other day, some old videos. Oh my gosh, they're so cool. My mom and dad had taken our old VHS and they put them on the CDs and they had borrowed them to us to watch and oh my goodness the one that was made me laugh was um, well actually all of them did I, the first one I was three years old 
and just the joy in our family it was just fun everything was just fun my parents our horses just everything that that we did yes we worked hard and then we played hard and even when I started having kids the one of 1988 I had five children Carrie was a baby and we went camping and (laughs) my husband is kind of a serious person he's got a lot of fun on the inside he just doesn't portray it externally (laughs) and I had to laugh because I realized that I didn't even realize at that time that he wasn't real animated and jolly and always responding to everything I said or did I just was kind of a goofball and now he's chatting with the kids and making fun and trying to get everyone involved and you can I watch those videos and you can I can say to myself you know look how I was able to just kinda do what needed to be done in order to have like a happy family so to speak but then I realize I had nothing to do with that I was given the gift of joy through my family that allowed me to be the kind of person that was able to (laughs) I just was able to not see that I didn't have that 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 moral support there with me all the time (laughs) and now oddly enough our roles have reversed and my husband's the one that's like always animated and jolly and come on guys you know it's it's so funny it's just all come full circle and it's it's so fun to see how God works how he brings different people together to help each other and and I guess it was just my my blindness that didn't even allow me to see that he wasn't like that in the first place (laughs) isn't that funny but anyway I have to say that how I studied was if you feel inspired if you see a book and you feel inspired go with your inspiration God will inspire you and he will lead you and James Tyler Kent you can never go wrong reading anything that he wrote John H. Clark Allen all excellent authors and those books you can afford because they're really really cheap and once you learn them hook line and sinker of course homeopathy for mommies too <laughs> but once you learn those books you learn the remedy you learn the innate sense and everything about that remedy and then you can start putting them together with a system and when you you have to learn that classical remedy in the sense that you have to learn the remedies themselves then you can start like I say learning how to put them all together and as far as my naturopath the only reason I got my naturopath was so that I could get my anatomy in order to get certified in homeopathy but there again the course of events my husband lost his job and as much as I wanted to continue persevering in my homeopathy I had to put it on hold in order to support my husband because my heart was no longer in my homeopathy because I felt like I was taken away from what was important to me in my husband's world so I put it on hold I didn't really necessarily think it was God's will but I just couldn't give my whole heart to what I was doing anymore so it got put on hold and I'm trying to come back again now but we have our cute little store and I enjoy that as well but I think the most important thing to realize is that no matter how you're moved or what you decide you really want to do is set your goals for real 
and then set a schedule for yourself. No matter if I'm staying up like, you know, 11, 30, 12 o'clock at night, I stay up to read, study, get through some cases or whatever it is I'm doing, but I'm still up by 4, 35 o'clock in the morning because I have to get my exercises in. I have to do my daily duties. I have to wash a load of laundry or get something on, cooking or baking. And I have to get to the store, you know, get my work done there, my soup on and everything done there. But you, you have to, you can't neglect your duties. As a wife, mother, or whatever you're doing, you have duties. And if you tell someone you're gonna do something, that's important. They have to know that they can trust you because that's important to who they are. And when you think about it like that, you know, we're all, we're all connected. And people, ah, oh, what really bothers me is somebody says, oh, it doesn't matter to them what I do. You have to stop and remember that everything matters. Every single action, every single thing you do matters to the end of time. Everything matters. Every little smile, every little nod, every little acknowledgement, it all matters. And so that's what people respond to. And even our healing, even our well-being is so important. But on top of everything else, our family, those who God has put in your charge, they are the most important thing for you to do that day. If God has given you children, they are the most important thing for you to worry about. Their spiritual food as well as their daily food, they need to feel loved and cared for. They need to giggle and teehee and, and feel the joy in their family. They need to learn. They have to have that intellectual knowledge. You have to see to all those needs if they are your child or if they've been given to you and you're there in your charge, if you're your, their guardian. Your spouse, their, your spouse, God, your spouse, and your children. And then those who happen to come through your door. And I always tell people, you don't need to go looking for trouble because trouble will always find you. <laughs> so if you just take care of that situation which God has put you in, your state in life, take care of that and everything else will take care of itself. Always just do what's in front of you. I haven't always done that. I always wanted to save the world. Even when I was a little girl, I wanted to save the world. Isn't that funny? I'd get everybody involved. I'd get my cousin involved, get my sister involved, <laughs> my brother. We're going to save the world. We're going to feed the world. We're going to take care of the world. And obviously, you know, just a childhood pipe dream. But it was always something that was instilled in me very, at a very young age. But I guess when it came down to it, it wasn't because, you know, I thought the world was in a terrible state. I just thought they needed doctors and somebody to help feed them. <laughs> oh, shoot. Anyway, I don't know, guys. If you ask me how I've managed to do anything, I can honestly say I haven't. All I've done is use the people around me <laughs> to strengthen myself because love is everything. Just It's just love, I don't know. And people want to help you. And people want to be good to you. And people want to be a part of something that's good. And so if you involve those people, say, hey guys, you know, can you help me with this? They're happy to. Just as on a Skype or Zoom or whatever conference this, this morning with the doctor that I work with, she's so, so wonderful and so caring and so real. Just real. I'm so thankful for her, and I compensate her for some of her time, 
but it's not what she's worth because she actually her help is is priceless but I found that that's when you find that goodness in the world just embrace it and be thankful and I'm rambling so I haven't really told you much of anything have I that's because I don't know much I really don't the only thing I can honestly say for sure is that I couldn't have done a single good thing in my entire life if I didn't have the support and the foundation of a wonderful, wonderful family, a supportive family, the good friends that God put in my life. And I'm always teasing my friends, telling them, I'm just using you guys. <laughs> I'm going to climb up and over you all the way to heaven. <laughs> and they just laugh and they would die for me. And my family as well. I just have a wonderful family. And they just help me support me and so I try really hard to help and support other people if I can sometimes it's not in my means and I'm not able to but if I can I, I try to so and not everyone is not everyone is supposed to know everything right I mean I can't fix a car I don't even have a desire to try and fix a car so but if, if someone has a true desire, they'll find a way. And if they pray about it, God will help them. He'll put things in their path and, and lead them. And do listen to those inspirations because, like I said, it's just it's amazing how something will come into your mind. I say it's my guardian angel whispering to me. And if I follow it up, invariably, I won't be sorry. And that's like with anything. You know, people say, how do you get all this soup done and your breadsticks made every day and do this and do that? And I just laugh because I don't. I don't do these things myself. Sure, I might think about it, but all the resources around me, all the good people around me, that my kids, my, I don't know, my guardian angel helps me with everything. <laughs> and then the good people. So just keep praying, folks, and do the best you can do. Do your daily duties. They're absolutely the most important thing of the day. You cannot shirk your family, but it takes organization. Everybody has to do their job. Chop, chop, chop. Let's get it done, guys. Then we can have fun, or then we can study, or then we can do this. You have to have the rules of the house and abide by them because everything will chink, chink, chink right into place. I tell my kids, you know, there's no such thing as time. God has broken the night and the days, and he's, he's given us that illusion of time. But it's only with prayer and hard work that we're able to accomplish anything. On the rare occasion I actually get a day off and I get nothing done, I'm like, where did the day go? How did that happen? Because it's all an illusion, <laughs> right? God will give you as much time as you need. And then you must rest and then start again the next day. Don't dwell on it. Just do what's put in front of you. Love, pray, and be happy. It'll all happen. Alright guys, I think I've rambled enough, but do learn the basics. You know, how to alleviate the body from toxins, how to heal the body with the remedies as far as you know, the arnica, trigger the body to heal. Know about the Epsom salts and the bentonite clays and charcoals and things like that to get, like say, get the toxins out. My first aid kit is really quite small but it's pretty complete. 
I have a little surgical kit. It's kind of cute. <laughs> and like I said, once you know the basics, you just build upon that. And every family should know the basics. Even the kids should know the basics. If you drink something poisonous that you can't, aren't supposed to throw up again because it's acidic, drink milk to neutralize it. It's just all those silly little things, but it's all important. And like I said, the Boy Scout Handbook, one of the best tools we can have to teach our kids out of. For just first aid. And then just start building. And make it fun. Always make it fun. Because then the kids want to learn. So I don't know, guys. I, I, How did I do it all? I know when I went to my seminar, my CEAS seminar the other day, I was it was so exciting. And to meet Kim Kalina was absolutely a joy. The woman is brilliant. And she is so good at what she does. And I was so honored to learn her program. And I'm still working, obviously. I'm going to continue learning the rest of my life. Can't learn it all in a, in a few-day seminar. But see, it's a starting point. Go to the seminar, get certified, and then build on it. Don't let any of that information go. Just keep building on it. And what they're doing to help people in this world, these, these children who, yeah, statistically in 1986, the pharmaceutical company spent over a billion dollars to pay off vaccination patients that where the vaccination had gone wrong. And today, every seven seconds, a child is diagnosed with autism. And that's you don't see that in the news, do you? You know, you're not hearing those statistics. It's critical. We're at a critical junction in our life. And like I said, not everybody needs to know how to do the CEAS program or how to use homeopathy or how to use natural medicine, but they need to know someone who does. There has to be someone in their life that can help them because there's not enough doctors in the world, enough homeopaths in the world to take care of this situation. And so we got to teach these little core groups. It's very important. And what I love about homeopathy is you really can't hurt anyone because we have to match the vitality. Very important. But it's very, very, very exciting to know that we can we can help people. Like I said, I, I just, I'm thrilled that so many people want to know about homeopathy. Apparently there's little blog groups all over the country and they're learning how to use homeopathy. It's wonderful. That's the way it should be. The more moms and grandmas and dads and grandpas and teachers that know about homeopathy and natural medicine, the better off we all are. Because that's the only thing that's going to save save us, is to have the knowledge of how harmful ph- pharmaceuticals can be and how to help ourselves when we are ill with just these natural remedies. So I'm thrilled. I'm, I'm just thrilled <laughs> that so many people are interested in caring. Because that's, like I said, that's to save my family. I don't even know where we'd be at today if... I hadn't been given the inspiration and if my friend hadn't handed me that remedy because we were in a downhill, downhill spiral. It was, like I said, I didn't know what to do about it. So to pull all of us back up out of the soup again, it was it's just nothing short of miraculous. So I thank you very much. I'm, I'm going to let you go and I, I, I hope I haven't disappointed you too much because there's, there's no magic bullet here, folks. There just really isn't. Just follow your inspiration. May God bless you and yours. Thanks for listening to this episode of Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Please visit Sue on her website, homeopathyformommies.com, and join us right here at homeopathyformommiesradio.com, Wednesday, noon Eastern. As always, we pray the Lord blesses you with good health, vitality, strength, and wisdom.